0: Greetings and salutations. It's me, your favorite little kitty cat, Sassy Cat. And today I have my beloved and my little dog, Dog. And we are here in our bedroom doing this podcast on Tuesday, February 24th, 2020. And today's topic is all about dependency, codependency, and interdependency. Ooh, that's a lot. So, my beloved... What What is your opinion of codependency, interdependency, and dependency? First of all, do you know the difference? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that there's... sounds a, like a mouthful. I don't know if there's actually... If you would say there's a difference between dependency and codependency, because they're really... Dependent on one another. First thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're really kind of the same. And you know what I thought of, too, was... Dependent, when you think of... Dependent... Um, the word "clingy" comes to mind. Like the the woman, and I always think of a woman as being clingy. Um, she does everything for her husband. She's you know doting. She can't live without him. You know there are some women out there that you know can't live without a man. Have that
1: illness? Yeah.
0: <laughs> some family members of mine that I won't mention. You know they have to have a man because they just can't function without one and they go through marriages pretty much like they go through underwear but anyway codependency Uh, i didn't realize there was a lot of people out there that that didn't realize that codependency is not a real good thing and i always equate it with addiction um that's my first and only thought is you know a couple that one person is basically lives I would say lives for the other person who's going through their addiction and um, the only way you can kinda snap out of that is if you recognize you have you suffer with codependency or from dependency codependency and you get counseling or therapy for that. And usually you find out when you go to rehab that you've got a problem. Otherwise, hey, life is great. I'm just living for this other person who's, you know, uh, drinking or doing drugs. Or um, I'm trying to think if there's any other examples that would say codependency. But I will say that both of us being adult children of alcoholics, um, it's a learned behavior from when you're young. Uh, it's a way to uh, cope and I don't think you've, I don't think either one of us really experienced it when we were younger because it, as a child we didn't feel that our needs were pushed aside and our, the alcoholic parent came first. You know, we didn't take care of the alcoholic. <clears throat> you know, we didn't, uh, uh, you know, other than run, go get a beer, or get my beer, or something like that. But I didn't do that. But you can see where you get those behavioral traits. Yeah, or yeah, behaviors. And it goes from there. And then I think you pick those people out in relationships. It's unhealthy interdependency or dependency would be the positive which would be the mutual understanding that you're putting the relationship first you communicate in a healthy manner Um, there isn't you know physical verbal mental abuse emotional abuse which tends to be with you know codependence we depend on each other to, you know, for me to get the laundry done, for you to cook dinner, for, you know, little, to help with the kids, that kind of thing, if our kids were little. Um,
1: well, they used to be little.
0: Yes. And the only baby we have now is four-legged and furry. Except for the man-child who did recently move back. But he's a full-grown man, so I don't really worry about him. <laughs> uh, And I'm trying to think, um, what else about codependency and interdependency? I had notes and I...
1: Left them aside?
0: Well, yeah, I'm trying to remember. And like I had, we had talked about while you were doing the dishes, that today's kind of an off day for us. And I felt really good this morning. But then I watched a movie that just kind of, like, dragged me down and just... Emotionally? Yeah, it was... And I had... Rema- I shouldn't have watched it, but I really wanted to see it again. And it was like, oh, and then I started crying. <laughs> but anyway, and then you just feel... Uh, off. Off. So anyway, <clears throat> what is your opinion on our relationship, on our marriage? How would you view it?
1: that it was codependent, as I said before, and that it was nowhere near the nth degree. Because? Because you're not that far out of control. You kind of strayed off a little bit earlier on in our marriage, where you were getting <clears throat> getting there, and then you said, I put my foot down.
0: Yes, you did. He, he I think the drinking got... Um, a little carried away uh, and then I stopped because you said eh, enough is enough but it wasn't like where you read about you know physically abusive emotionally abusive you didn't cover for me um, you didn't make excuses for my behavior although at times I think you kind of did you know like oh you're just burning off steam or you know you uh, you're just out there having fun that kind of thing but once you saw it not being fun anymore then it's like okay enough is enough Uh, and I was able to respect that and consider that and say yes because I know you have uh, the intent you you have good intentions or you know what's best for me in a way I, I I respected yes I knew I had to stop and I knew basically that I am dependent on you (laughs) because without you I would not be able to afford my own house and my lifestyle as I know it would cease to exist. You know, because some people, okay, well, I'm not gonna stop drinking, and then you would say, well, if you don't stop drinking, then I'm leaving, and then you file for divorce. Well, I'd just be i L. I'd be shit out of luck because I can't do shit on my own. <laughs> not that I can't. It's financially, I just I don't make enough money. I don't. I'm, and I would run amok, 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 amok. amok. <laughs> I I would. Well, yeah, you couldn't leave me to, for my, to my own devices. So it would just, no, not be good.
1: Well, we have both been very fortunate in our relationship that we've been able to come to terms with each other, and we've also been able to communicate, above all, with one another and reason things out. And I think that's been our best attribute.
0: Yeah, because I always need to know Why?
1: And I've always been able...
0: No, I can't say I've always been able.
1: A good majority of the time I've been able to say why or why not.
0: You've been able to give me an explanation. Yes. Yeah. And I've been accepting of that explanation and go, Oh, yeah, that makes total sense, okay? You know, get your shit together and act (laughs) right and behave yourself. Because, you know, once you explained it and you said, Okay, if you continue down this way you never once know threatened with divorce or you know I'm leaving or you never once said that
1: I fell in love with you not the idea of you
0: oh that's so sweet um, because I think that would be an, you know to me that's kind of like I don't know
1: but I grew up fixing things, ability. so I'm always looking to heal or fix or repair anything that becomes a problem.
0: So, yeah, I could see where you would say we are codependent in that term of... But you don't live your life for me. You don't... You still have hobbies outside of us. You can make decisions that, you know... You're not afraid not to make the decisions for us. Even
1: when I've got in a great deal of trouble with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because our rule, one of our rules, and we talked about all of this before we got married, because we had both been married before, <laughs> and we knew, I guess, what triggers or what what was, what is it, the catalyst that started things moving to destruction of our first marriages. So anyway, one of the rules was because my beloved's ex-wife would not discuss things with him first.
1: And she loves spending money.
0: And I hate spending money. I I just anything over a hundred dollars I have a problem with. Um, and we had decided in a family meeting not to get the was it the truck? Yes repaired
1: it was just because it was nickel and diming us
0: so we decided we're just gonna junk it and we'll look for something else
1: the next time it has a problem we were gonna get rid of it
0: right and then
1: (laughs) and then then something happened
0: and then and then and then then what
1: and i took it to the local mechanic that we had our work done by And I said, what do you think? Being curious, I can't help myself. I have a little bit of cat in me, too. Well, he found out what the problem was, and I said, fix it. Because it was far simpler than what we thought it was going to be. And that set off the fight.
0: Yeah, because you got it fixed without... Telling you. Yeah. That really, I think, was, was our only... Well, I think... It wasn't
1: the only, but it was one of the very few. Because most of the time we're able to reason things out.
0: Yeah. And so that rule, you know, being said, we we always talk first. We don't, you know, spend major amounts of money, large amounts of money, without... Consulting the other one? Yeah. And... And most of the time, it's me spending
1: the large box.
0: Yeah, but see, then there's always that balance. And I learned that you may have a hobby that costs money, but, you know, I also have hobbies that cost money. Or, you know, like my stuff where I buy all the junk and then I, you know... You've always been very
1: frugal with your money. Like clothes, for a prime example. You'll take all the clothes you don't want to wear anymore that don't fit down to the resale shops, you'll get money for them and then you'll shop there for something you do want or desire and and/or fit
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. And you know the- and, and therefore
1: how can you complain about somebody who's, who's cycling in their old clothes with and getting money back for them so you're really not you're not spending a lot of money. On clothes. It's almost like you're renting (laughs) on a very small, small budget. Right. And... And that's how you you are with things. And when we go to garage sales and estate sales, you find the things that you need or want that fit our lives or your life and your hobby. Right. For very little.
0: Right. And like I said, you know, when you're codependent, you would be more... Apt to um, do it all with me intended with me in mind and my issues, and I guess you're you're wanting to fix me i suppose you know that but you're not that way you're i mean when when the joke is is once upon a time when my beloved was really little, he found this little tiny kitten, and it was all cold, and he wrapped it up in his coat, and he took it home, and he begged his mother to keep it because... It was cold, Mama. (laughs) (laughs) And so then he found this person named Cat that was, you know, all alone. I mean, I was was independent because (laughs) I... Worked three jobs. I was a single mom. I, uh, I forgot what else you said the other day. That. Excuse me. No, sorry. No, you said something about. Yeah, I worked three jobs and uh, I had my own place. Oh, and I put the entertainment center together by myself. Mm-hmm. And I didn't need somebody in my life. It's you want somebody in your life that you can get along with and that you like spending time with. And we are best friends. And even though there may be periods in our lives where we're not physical, we are still together. Almost 22 years in a few months. (laughs) See? (laughs) You remembered? (laughs) Yes, I remembered. And... Yeah, I'm the one that usually remembers. And I I think we're a little bit of both, actually, because, you know, we do depend on each other. Like, we've had several surgeries, both of us. You know, I remember having to help you shower, and that's healthy stuff. That's Among what other
1: things, and
0: that, that's what you know. Partners do, spouses do. You you help. Hey, honey, I forgot. You know, can you? I'm running late. Can you start supper? You know, can you do this? Can you do that? Sure. It, you know, you're home. You also pay the bills because I'm irresponsible when it comes to paying bills, <laughs> except for my own, which I'm you learning. Come more. <laughs> More responsible through the years. Okay, so that being said, in that aspect, you are codependent because you took that over because I was irresponsible. I ran our checking account into the red. You got tired of it. You go, enough is enough. I'm taking it over. You spend too much money. Not spending too much money, but I was just, I wasn't uh, keeping track of it. It was just like I thought it was a bottomless pit of money.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I like to pay the bills ahead a little bit, especially utilities.
0: Yes, and I did do that when I was independent. I would, you know, pay the cable bill and the electric bill. like The minimums. No, remember, I paid a year in advance. Oh, when you were by yourself. That's what I said, independent. And... Now, I'm thinking, we're going to have that frickin' bill. From, you know, Not as, if I can help it. The electric bill?
1: Oh, yeah, but I like to pay them ahead anyway. That See, way, it, if you run into trouble through the next month or so because of some unexpected medical bill or car repair, then you, you have a cushion. <clears throat> and you can glide through a little easier, and then you can make another minimum payment the next month if you have to.
0: And see, this is where I become dependent, whether if it's a negative or positive, because I do not have the ability to do that, nor do I make enough money on my own to do that, to survive on my own for rent and utilities and food and gas and car insurance. Cool. I am dependent on my spouse. And that's one of the main reasons. No, I, I take that back of why I stay here. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, hey, my shit's here. <laughs> yeah, my shit's here, man. Where where the hell am I going to go? Um, all the love and the warms and the fuzzies aside, it's one of the reasons why I am dependent on him. And I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's not something that, you know, bothers me or I feel ashamed of that, oh, man, I can't make enough money Sure, I know. If I really push came to shove, if the shit hit the fan, and you said get the fuck out, I would have to, you know, put on my big girl panties and go out there and get a real job, and you know, live like a regular member of society.
1: Yeah, but I love taking care of you.
0: Yeah, and I would say yes. That is that is codependent. But you're just not, like, wrapped up in me and to the empty degree where you've lost yourself and you can't think of yourself first, if need be. Because you already said, if I die, you're, hey, you're dead. I'm, I'm moving. We're getting rid of the dog. I'm getting rid of all the plants. <laughs> and life goes on. So, you know, you you wouldn't. You you'd go through the normal, you know, mourning process, but you wouldn't go, oh, she's gone, and I can't function, and I'm going to die, too. Yeah, I would mope around the house for a while. But that's that's human. That's normal. It's you okay.
1: would always be a part of my intellect, my spirit, my my soul.
0: I'd be part of the force. Yes. And I would just, you know. The energy particles would float around and but me if you know, if something happened to you, I already said I would, you know, get a bunch of drugs, a bunch of booze. <laughs> <laughs> and live it up. And live it up and hope I wouldn't wake up sicker than a dog the next morning. Because I know I, I couldn't function. I, I I guess I I don't know if I wouldn't want to function. It would just be too hard. And I'd go, ugh, ugh. It's just too hard. I just don't want to do it.
1: Well, I know I wouldn't run out and get another kitty kitty to bring home. Mm.
0: No, because I'm, I'm the one and only. You know? I know, like, even my mom, I was trying to think, when I would drink a lot, the next day, it's, and you're hungover, and you're all fucked up, and you feel like shit. You, oh, go ahead and sleep, and I'd feel, you know, bad. feel guilty? Because I slept (laughs) until, you know, noon or one o'clock, and I didn't get my chores done. And you're like, ah, that's okay, you know. That kind of bugs me.
1: Well, it didn't bug me because you did work for a living. You do work for a living. You work hard.
0: Yeah, but I don't really work hard.
1: Okay. Way back when, when you had another job. A particular job we won't talk about but yeah you worked all the time
0: and you worked hard oh god yeah that was just horrible
1: and I understand what hard work is and what it means and what it does to you you need the time off so now that you have this other job I don't push you because I know when it push comes to shove you will get with it and you'll do what needs to be done to survive if we needed it. And in the meantime, I know you're not lazy. Yes. And you do take care of me.
0: I do? Yeah,
1: you do my clothes. <laughs> you used to feed
0: me. <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly sandwiches.
1: <laughs> bologna <and>
0: cheese. <laughs> Fried bologna and cheese. Yes. We haven't done
1: that in a long, long time.
0: Yes, we actually... We were joking, I think we saw it on Facebook or something, the fried bologna, and we laughed. We never had it, I think, when the kids were little. And then one day, we said... Uh,
1: they I s- fried up a bunch of bologna for them, and they're going,
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: Said, you're going to eat it. They didn't hate it, but they just it wasn't one of their favorites.
0: Yeah, but uh, those, yeah... Uh, Yeah, and I, but see, that's just all, um, you know, household stuff. I mean, you can do that on your own if you needed to. Oh, yeah. And I think for the most part, we've worked it out where we know what each other does and doesn't do. However, I will say this, that my mother told me when I was really young, and I, when I got married, to spoil... My husband, and the reasoning behind that was when you spoil them and you do everything for them, that if anything happened and they got decided to leave, that the next woman that came along would find it very difficult because they would be constantly getting compared, they to, couldn't measure up, yeah, to you, <laughs> which you know, is horrible, you know, something. But that's how I was raised. And I was thinking, yeah, my mom was codependent with my stepdad. With um, you, too. With me, too. um, That, you know, she would cook and clean while I was, you know...
1: Working or drinking. or
0: Yeah, mostly drinking. Watching the kids. um, You did a lot of work.
1: Wasn't mostly drinking.
0: And, but I'm trying to think if my mom actually did anything for herself it's when i went to rehab and i started you know when people stop drinking or they they realize that they're broken they try and tell other people hey you're broken you you need to fix that you need to stop drinking you need to stop smoking you need this 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 kind of like with our son and that whole health food kick and that working out when you got into the gym mama you need to start eating this 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 no 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 no
1: have always needed to do that.
0: Yeah, but now that he's on this big kick and, you know... He's at you again. Yeah, he's at me again. But the whole interdependency thing... Like, this this is just an example of what we do sometimes. We haven't done it in a while either. That we sit on our bed in our room and we talk. We could talk for a couple hours and then sometimes we take a nap and... Sometimes we have sex afterwards, or we have sex before, and then we talk. But we talk, we talk about everything and anything, except and we for we like, don't
1: hide anything from one another either.
0: No, and is the only thing I don't we don't talk about really is like politics because I don't really get into politics.
1: You don't believe the same things in politics I do.
0: Yeah, and we're okay you with You for the
1: most part, but there's some finer <laughs> issues that you don't agree with.
0: Yes, and. It's like, well, what's the point? You know, I mean, it's. What's not the point in arguing about it? True, I know what, you, and you know, and I, I'm trying to think. Do I know what you, you know, and yeah, I kind of do. I, I, yes, I do know what you believe in as far as politics, and I just, it's not something that concerns me. We talk about religion, we talk about our lives, we talk about family, we talk about. You know, everything. And I think that's the key. And I think that's where we're interdependent. Where neither one of us uh, condemns the other one, judges the other one, or...
1: Having an opinion?
0: Yeah, for having an opinion. You know, for being different, uh, having different opinions from each other. You know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of things we talked about before we got married, though, too. True.
0: True true and I think when you're interdependent or dependent on each other in a healthy manner you put the, the marriage or the relationship first, first. you know you, you're constantly working on it and there were a couple short spans I think in our marriage where you know things weren't the greatest
1: yeah you wanted to poison me I wanted to wring your neck Um
0: yeah <laughs> True, yeah, true. And and you have those moments of, is this really what I want? Is this what it's all about? But when you come back and you talk it through, give it a couple days if you need to.
1: Yeah, you had rules there, too. When we did get into disagreements, and they were hot, I won't say arguments, because we never truly argued very much. We always kept that to a minimum. No leaving the house angry. After an argument, you can go to the other room, you can go to the garage, you can go to the basement, to the attic, whatever. But you can't leave the house. Because that's when bad stuff happened. Yes. That's That was your rule. And one of my rules was we never talk bad about our mothers. Yes. You never said anything bad about yours. You never said anything bad about mine.
0: Well, I did, and then you we came up with that rule about well but you had a reason for being angry and i explained it yeah i explained it you did it. and you explained it to me and then i saw it from a different viewpoint and i go oh yeah that does make sense okay so then you came up with that rule
1: i, I and dads were not off limits <laughs> dads were assholes we both know it um the other one was we never said fuck you to one another no. never no You've only said it to me once, and that was because you felt you were being baited into it. And I didn't mean to do that to you, and I'm really sorry for it. But beyond that, we've never said it.
0: Was that with the truck incident?
1: Uh, no, it was about the motorcycle accident.
0: Oh. Huh. I, don't, I don't even remember. I do. It was a long time
1: ago, thank God.
0: It was 2004. Yeah. It was, yeah, because that was a motorcycle accident was 2004. Yeah, because when I say, you know, fuck you, and that, and... um, We don't even say it just. No. And like I explained to um, Mr. Sam, that that was, that's one of our rules, because Mr. Sam doesn't, we don't have rules, but I tried to implement rules in our relationship, but... You know, he he doesn't have that. And I said, you know, it, it degrades and wears down the foundation of the relationship when you say fuck you or shut the fuck up or you know, no. shut up. We we don't it's do, disrespectful. It is. And I in my first marriage, yes, it was all about fuck you asshole and it was all the fighting, it was his drinking, it was constant negotiation, well, if you're going to get beer, then I want, you know, ice cream and candy and a, and a new pair of jeans, something that was... that Just was Just as tangible? Yes, and that would make him feel a sting of, well, I have to pay $12 for a case of beer and now I have to pay $12 for her ice cream candy and but whatever. But
1: something, if you could afford a beer...
0: Then you could buy me some... Fucking ice
1: cream. You can afford to buy a little less beer and buy the ice cream and share. If you can't afford those treats, then you can't afford them for either.
0: Exactly. See, you and I got it. (laughs) You got it without even me having to break it down and explain it to you. And that's what I wanted him to figure out in his own mind. But being an addict, you can't... You don't think like that. You think solely of yourself. And you and I... Well, because you're not an addict, you think differently. Me being an addict and an only child, I think selfish. You know, I, I just, it's all about me. And I think it goes back to a healthy codependent, but there there is really no such thing. You know, according to, um, you know, clinical psychology, all that, codependency, it, it's a cycle, it's... Destructive. It's learned behavior. It's a negative. But for us, codependency, it, it works, as long as we don't let it get out of control.
1: We have parameters.
0: Yeah, and those rules—you should say—they're merely guidelines. They're <laughs> not rules.
1: I forgot how. They not they did. really rules. They're more like guidelines.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> something
1: else we don't do is joke about getting a divorce ever
0: yes no We that that that's no we don't do that you did that with your first marriage and and, and
1: i ended up divorced
0: <laughs> and i did that too i would threaten you know with the whole if you're going out drinking then and after a while it was just like the only thing i had left I'm getting a divorce or I'm leaving you. And then it was, well, I'll go to rehab. And that's where I ended up in rehab. And then you realize you're just as sick as the alcoholic or the drug addict or whatever. And I'm like, what? I'm codependent? Yes, you need therapy. You need to go to Al Anon or so you know, you need to you need meetings to discuss all that and to break that learned behavior. And I can see whereas if you deal as a child, if you deal with a chronically ill parent and you're, you know, maybe you're, one of your parents has cancer and you're constantly putting their needs above your own, you're, you know, just solely focused on them, that you you get lost in the relationship somewhere, then you can't function normally, I don't think, in another relationship, because if the other person doesn't need you and that's all you grew up being, was being needed or felt that you were being needed, then I think you don't fit in the relationship. You know what I mean? It, yes. it, it's, it's just broken. And I know when I briefly spoke with Mr. Sam, he actually said that he believed his and our relationship was codependent. We're codependent on each other. And he says because I, I drank a lot when, when we met, I don't drink so much now, so now it's like the scales have tipped. Whereas before, they were kind of level. Because you know, we were both drinking a lot, and now I don't drink. You know, And I get irritated, and I try to control the drinking or make them feel guilty about spending money on, well, we could be doing this, but you spent all your money on yeah. alcohol. Yeah, see, that, that's, that's a negative. That's a no-no. That doesn't, that doesn't work. Um, but we don't do that. However, I can see where you would put your foot down if I kept asking you for money. Like when I go out and I say, hey, the girls are going to go to the bar. Can I go, do you have some cash or do you have money? It's because I don't carry cash, but most of the time I come back with money.
1: I try not to carry a lot of money on myself. I don't want to spend it.
0: And, yeah, that's that's the way I am.
1: Unless I have specifically planned To spend money on a particular thing.
0: Yeah, I'm just afraid because of my irresponsibility, I'm going to spend money on crap. (laughs) Instead of putting gas in the car, I'll spend like, okay, here's a good example, and I'm going to get myself in trouble when I say this. My beloved gave me $25 to fill my tank. Did I put the money in the gas tank? No. I put twenty dollars in, but I kept five dollars and I stopped at the local dollar store and I got some jelly beans and some junior mints and I still have three dollars left. I stopped and got a donut one morning. And like I didn't know still have to do something. And like I still that. have a dollar locked in my
1: purse. <laughs> now that's frugal. You stretch five dollars out over a week.
0: No, it was two days, three days.
1: Yeah. Okay, you still have a buck. Sunday,
0: Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, three days. I still have a buck left. So I can still stop at the dollar store because they're not going to give you, you know, taxes. And I can buy another box of Junior Mints. (laughs) But anyway, I want to make this brief, short. I don't want to, you know, drag it out. Your summation? In my, my, um, topic of codependency interdependency inter independent I just like saying let's be independent together Together." so with that being said I want to thanks say thank you for listening and I hope you kind of laughed with our silliness and enjoyed sitting here in our bedroom with us and dog and um yeah That's it. Maybe we'll do some more. Let me know what you think. Should we do some more? Uh, Because I can do this. This is far easier than typing stuff out. (laughs) Um, And sorry for the noise, but you know that this is us. It's just unedited, raw.
1: And life happens in the background.
0: And life happens in the background. And, you know, we should change it and say, welcome to our bedroom. Hey, that's a good one. <laughs> Not the fireside chat? Where was that from, anyway?
1: President Roosevelt. Oh,
0: good And Lord. his
1: fireside chat.
0: See, now, I'm this is what happens when you marry an older man. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yes, I grew up with people that were... The, the people that raised me, a lot of them came out of the Great Depression. And a lot of that stigma came with my parents. They didn't have anything either. They were poor, so therefore I was poor growing up. So you learn to be frugal with your money.
0: Unlike me, who was an only child and spoiled.
1: And I had many siblings. And I had to share.
0: Unlike me, where I didn't have to share anything. And I don't share my toys, by the way. So, enough. We're rambling, and thanks for listening, guys. Let us know what you think. Lots of love, and talk at you later. later people.